Hi everyone and welcome to Truth Over News. A stunning new whistleblower complaint reveals that the CIA, through one of its most senior officials, falsely reshaped the debate on the origin of COVID to point away from a Chinese lab and point toward a natural origin. The whistleblower, who recently came forward to provide this information to members of Congress, claims that the chief operating officer of the CIA provided financial incentives to six CIA analysts to change their minds on the origin question. Originally, the six analysts had concluded that COVID came out of a lab. The six analysts later changed their conclusion to say that the origin could not be determined. Why did this happen? Why is it so important for the CIA and for the wider intelligence community to cover up the truth about COVID? We investigate. Last week, the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability revealed that a whistleblower had come forward with explosive new information on the origins of COVID and more specifically on the CIA's efforts to cover up the truth behind the origins of COVID. That whistleblower has now testified behind closed doors and his or her revelations are as shocking as they are not surprising. We don't know much about the whistleblower other than that it is a senior level CIA officer. According to the whistleblower, the CIA offered six analysts significant monetary incentives to change their position on COVID-19's origin. What had happened is that the CIA had ordered an investigation into the origin of COVID. It is not clear when the investigation started or how long it took. What is clear from what has been released so far is that six out of seven analysts on the CIA's investigative team concluded that COVID came out of a Wuhan lab. Those six analysts were then induced to change their conclusions by being offered financial incentives. The person who did the inducing is said to have been Andrew McCritus. Now, McCritus is a very interesting character in this story because of at least three factors. First of all, he was the CIA's chief operating officer at the time that he allegedly bribed the six CIA analysts to change their conclusions. That is the third highest position within the entire CIA. That means that the alleged corruption on this issue came from very high up. This wasn't some line manager acting on his own. Second, and this is probably the most important factor about McCritus, before he became the CIA's chief operating officer, McCritus was the CIA's director of the Weapons and Counter Proliferation Mission Center. He had been appointed to that position by Obama CIA director John Brennan. Now, this is so crucial because the CIA's Weapons and Counterproliferation Mission Center specifically looks at and analyzes bioweapons threats. So, it's beginning to make sense why McCritus would have been involved in promoting a fake natural origin narrative for COVID. Now, to be clear, we are not saying that COVID was designed as a bioweapon, nor are we saying that the CIA was involved in designing COVID. What we are saying is that there was an overlap between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Chinese military, as even NBC had to admit. In fact, after the outbreak started in 2019, the Chinese military supposedly took charge of the Wuhan lab. 
These overlaps and dual purposes of the lab aren't surprising. Nothing in China is truly private, and everything in China is potentially dual purpose. So the notion that the CIA had its eyes on the lab, or was at least trying to know what was going on there, makes a lot of sense. This ties in with the account of former EcoHealth Vice President Andrew Huff, who claims that EcoHealth President Peter Daszak personally told him that Daszak was working for the CIA. Recall that EcoHealth is the shady front group through which Anthony Fauci funded the Wuhan lab. Now, we have no means of independently verifying whether Daszak was indeed working for the CIA, but it would explain how this central character in the COVID origin saga, who has deceived and obfuscated from day one, has remained completely untouched throughout. Until very recently, EcoHealth even kept getting huge payouts from the government. It also makes sense that the CIA was keen to have eyes and ears on the ground in Wuhan, which is the role which Daszak might have served. While most of us had never heard of the lab before early 2020, the lab had been the focus of wrangling between the French and Chinese governments over bioweapons fears. The French had foolishly agreed to build a new high-tech facility at the lab, supposedly for collaborative research. And then the French were shoved out just as the lab was about to open in 2015. It's always the same story with foolish and or greedy Westerners providing China's rulers with advanced technology and then getting shut out once China has what it wants. So back to the CIA's Macritus. We don't know what exactly might have motivated him to shut down the lab leak discussion, but his role as head of the CIA's unit looking into bioweapons sure sounds like it had something to do with it. Maybe he wanted to conceal the CIA's efforts to keep an eye on the lab, or the CIA's failure to warn about the deadly viruses the lab was making. The third interesting fact about Macritus, and we don't know to what extent it is connected to the efforts to shut down the lab leak discussion, is that he recently left the CIA and went working for Beacon Global Strategies, which is a so-called national security advisory firm founded by none other than Philippe Reigns, a notorious Hillary Clinton operative. Beacon Global Strategies operatives are deeply entangled in crafting the fraudulent letter that got Biden elected. That is the letter from all those CIA directors and officials that falsely claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop was a Russian plot. And to top it all off, Beacon Global Strategies is also entangled with China. Specifically, it is advising Sequoia Capital, a venture capital firm, on how navigate technology investments in China in light of US government restrictions. So how does all this fit into the bigger picture? Why do we keep seeing this pattern of intelligence community lies and deceptions when it comes to COVID? Why would the CIA care about where COVID came from? To start finding an answer, we need to go back to April of 2020. President Trump was still at the White House and one of his good appointees, Rick Grinnell, was Director of National Intelligence, while another one of his good appointees, Cash Patel, was assisting Grinnell in that role. With Grinnell and Patel in charge, we were probably going to get the best possible answers, which means to say the most honest ones we could expect.
So let's have a look at what we got on COVID. On April 30th, 2020, Grinnell's office issued a statement on COVID's origins. At the time, there was a big debate going on about the origins, with President Trump having said two weeks earlier that the virus most likely came out of a Wuhan lab, and with Fauci falsely claiming the opposite. So what did Grinnell's office say? Perhaps surprisingly, it said this. The intelligence community also concurs with the wide scientific consensus that the COVID-19 virus was not man-made or genetically modified. Now, to be fair, Grinnell's office added that the IC will continue to rigorously examine emerging information and intelligence to determine whether the outbreak began through contact with infected animals or if it was the result of an accident at the lab in Wuhan. But the damage was done in that first part, and that is the part which the media ran with. We are not blaming Grinnell here, not at all. It's just a sign of how completely slanted things are in the wider intelligence community that even one of Trump's best appointees could not get the correct information. The other problem is that even if he had wanted to, Grinnell would have had a very difficult time saying that COVID came out of a lab when all the analysts were telling him the opposite. That means even if Grinnell knew that the analysts were lying, which he probably did not know for a fact, it would have been very difficult putting that into an official document. He probably also did not know that the Pentagon had done its own study and concluded that the virus almost certainly came out of the Wuhan lab. The Pentagon study was done before Grinnell's statement was even issued. The Epoch Times and this show covered the Pentagon study previously, so we won't be rehashing it here other than to say that it concluded that Fauci's false natural origin narrative was laughable. By the way, Grinnell's successor in the Biden administration is far worse. When she issued her report on the origin of COVID after having been ordered to reveal everything that the intelligence community knew, she couldn't even get herself to say half as much as Grinnell had three years earlier. Her report was a laughable rehashing of things that we already knew. So why is the intelligence community so determined to hide the truth that it even misled the director of national intelligence? Why are we constantly being lied to? Why would one of the CIA's top officials go out of his way to change the lab leak conclusion? The answer is probably multifaceted. The one theme that keeps coming back is Trump, or to be more precise, hatred of Trump. It's like the glue that holds it all together. It's how totally different groups of people, ranging from the media to Fauci to government bureaucrats to university professors to officials in Europe and other places to intelligence community operatives, are all arguing against a lab leak. Trump says it was a lab leak, so they have to say the opposite. Now, it's not quite as simple as that. For instance, Trump didn't even say that it was a lab leak until April of 2020, by which point many of these groups were saying that it wasn't a lab leak. But Trump hatred is certainly one of the main things that all these groups have in common. Then there's money. People like Fauci's gang of fraudulent scientists who pushed the false natural origin narrative were undoubtedly motivated by money, as were the analysts who are said to have changed their origin conclusion within the CIA. 
And sometimes the motivation of money can be something as simple as not wanting to lose your job, which is probably what motivated a lot of people in a lot of different groups not to speak up. Then there's China. Not offending China has become a motivation in and of itself all across the world. It may be accompanied by things like being paid by China, having economic ties to China, science journals being dependent on China, and any number of factors like that. Or it may be immature notions of trying to play world savior, which is what motivated National Institutes of Health Director Francis Collins to try and shut down the lab leak theory. Instead of sticking to science, he thought of himself as the new Nelson Mandela. We also have self-preservation, which was undoubtedly a major motivation for Fauci himself. He helped the Wuhan lab get advanced Western biotechnology. Fauci funded the reckless gain-of-function experiments that took natural bat viruses and made them infinitely more contagious and deadly. So yes, he had a very strong incentive to cover up the origin of COVID. And then there's the fact that Vice President Dick Cheney put Fauci in charge of national biodefense after 9-11, which just adds to this entire mess. But none of these reasons fully explain what is going on with the intelligence community. Why would the number three guy at the CIA risk it all to change the outcome of an investigation into the origin of COVID? And it's not just the allegations against Macritus. Everyone who knows, even just the basic facts, knows that COVID came out of a lab. This fact is not in dispute, at least not among honest people. So why does the intel community still insist that it either didn't come out of a lab or, as has been their position more recently, that we can't know where it came from? It seems like there's something more there, but we aren't quite able to put our fingers on it, at least not exactly. And let's not forget the role of the media in all of this. The intel community's favorite mouthpieces, the New York Times and the Washington Post, put out same-day hit pieces against the lab leak theory very early on in February of 2020. They even used the exact same language. Who directed them and why? Maybe there really are deep entanglements between the US intel community and the Wuhan lab, beyond just keeping an eye on the lab and not wanting that to be known. Maybe there really were much deeper entanglements. Maybe there was some effort to outsource critical virus work to China and keep it all under wraps. We can't say for sure, but the vehemence with which the intelligence community keeps pushing back against the truth just doesn't sit right. Hopefully, we will soon find out more about the CIA whistleblower and about what he knows or what she knows. In the meantime, this episode once again re-emphasizes how important it is to reform or better yet to replace the entire intelligence community from top to bottom. The public should not be constantly lied to, especially given that it is the public that pays for everything. Thanks for joining us in today's episode of Truth Over News.